Welcome to the Dr. Gundry Podcast, the weekly podcast where Dr. G gives you the tools you need to boost your health and live your healthiest life. What's the number one toxic disruptor? Well, if you've read any of my books or follow my work, then you already know the answer. Glyphosate. Unfortunately, glyphosate is hiding in many of the foods we eat, especially oats. But glyphosate isn't the only hidden toxin. In fact, many common household cleaners are loaded with endocrine-disrupting chemicals that can cause real long-term damage to you and your family's health. Well, that's why I love Thrive Market. Thrive has a huge selection of eco-friendly cleaning products, everything from floor cleaners to stainless steel polish, so you can be sure you're staying safe while you clean. Plus, Thrive will deliver everything you order right to your door, so it's super convenient too. And I'm excited to announce Thrive as a new offer. Join today and you'll get 25% off your first offer and a free gift. Go to thrivemarket.com dot com slash Gundry podcast. Join today and get 25% off your first purchase plus a free gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market dot com slash Gundry podcast to take advantage of this exclusive offer. T-H-R-I-V-E market dot com slash Gundry podcast. Welcome to the Dr. Gundry Podcast. Well, with the lockdown in place for over a year now, many of us are at an all-time high when it comes to frustration and utter confusion. That's why today I brought in a special guest to share his views on everything that's been going on. And it may lead to one of my most controversial episodes yet. He's Dr. Joseph Mercola, an alternative medicine guru, multiple New York Times bestselling author and founder of the Natural Health website, Mercola.com. Dr. Mercola has never shied away from controversy. His work has elicited a debate across the medical and non-medical community alike, and his new book is no exception. Dr. Mercola and co-author Ronnie Cummins recently released The Truth About COVID-19, exposing the Great Reset, lockdowns, vaccine passports, and the new normal. Today, Dr. McCall and I are going to discuss the evidence surrounding the origins, impacts, prevention, and treatment of COVID-19, and how you and your loved ones can support your long-term health. Now, before we get started, I want to point out that Dr. McCall and I do share different beliefs on the matter, including the origin of the virus and the effectiveness of vaccines. However, I think it's extremely important, especially when it comes to your health, that you stay educated and have every chance to make your own decisions. Dr. McCullough, it's great to have you back on the show. Well, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. All right, let's dive in. In the very first chapter, you say that the pandemic was actually long anticipated. What exactly did you mean by this? Well, some people already know this because they've been following it. It's widely uh, recognized that there was an event that happened about eight weeks, maybe six to eight weeks prior to the pandemic. Uh, it occurred in October 2019. It was called Event 201. It was held at Johns Hopkins University in, in alliance with the Bill Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum. And they essentially had a coronavirus catastrophe trial run as to what they would do and they predicted exactly the same strategy so it's i don't think it's any coincidence that it occurred six weeks before and then the other issue is that there's extensive extensive evidence showing the significant gain of function 
studies that were funded by not only the U.S., but many international agencies to uh, work on coronavirus, to weaponize them. Uh, and this is, there's no denial. This happened. It happened in North Carolina with Ralph Barrick, who worked with uh, many of the leading coronavirus experts at Wuhan. And uh, I think it's, it's just anything less than idle speculation that this virus uh, wasn't wasn't uh, engineered in a lab. Doesn't I'm not suggesting or it's claiming that it was intentionally released, but it was clearly done uh, engineered in a lab. And the there's incredible evidence too. I mean, there, that sounds like a, an outrageous claim, especially when uh, the Chinese scientist, the expert uh, called the Batwoman. Uh, published was no, she didn't publish one of them, but there a, le- a variety of leading uh, investigators published a review in Nature that countered this claim. And if you go, it, it would take us way too long to go into the deep science yeah. that, that yeah. debates that. But essentially, that was a false narrative. Now you know, coronavirus is uh, obviously a, the common cold is a coronavirus, and they mm-hmm. they have the ability to mutate and mutate rapidly. In fact, a year ago, I predicted that one of the problems was going to be that this virus is going to mutate and mutate all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that's what's happening. Uh, so what's, what's the possibility that this virus uh, just mutated and just continues to mutate? Well, it's certainly a possibility and it will. More, more than likely, that's just the nature of, of viruses, viruses and yeah. beha- behavior. But the specific functionality that was that is demonstrated it, with the HIV spike protein and these these other glycoproteins that are in there that that didn't occur naturally. I mean, these are exact replicated copies of the HIV. Uh, so that was put there by a lab. I mean, it's it's if you look and and study the evidence really clearly, that there's no way to deny that. So this this was and and they've done that. It's well documented in peer reviewed, scientifically published uh, journals, and PubMed. You can pull them up and you can find find them. And they they documented what they were doing. It was it wasn't like they were trying to keep it private. Right, but I mean, the HIV was a naturally occurring virus. Yeah, but it, it never connected with coronavirus. With, with, with bats, right? <laughs> a very specific segment of HIV that's responsible for improving the infectivity. Right. So that didn't happen. I thought one of your points that I, I take well in the book, why uh, we were supposed to be prepared for a pandemic. Um, hmm. What happened? Go, go into that. Well... I mean, if you go to Event 201, that's what their their justification is. But the, just look at the response. They were essentially able to shut down the global economy. I don't think this has ever occurred in human history before. To have this type of control, this type of response to an infection that is admittedly orders of magnitude less serious than many other infections that we've encountered. I mean, I think that's the crux of the debate. How serious was the infection? They created fear. In, in the in the the, the uh, population that allowed them to implement these authoritative controls, that is the crux of it. And you got to wonder how what 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 caused them to do this. And we can go into that as a justification of how they did it because it's very clever. It's a very sophisticated plan on how they were able to achieve this, uh, and, and it's a result of much of the exponential in advances that we've had in technology, allowing them to get surveillance, to capture data, and understand exactly what our behavior patterns are 
are and what it takes to manipulate and control the behavior. This is this has been a very cleverly orchestrated uh, implementation. Hmm. Well, I, I think you and I are both agreeing. We've we've talked off camera about this. The the most susceptible people um, to COVID nineteen mm -hmm. obviously have pre existing conditions, and obesity yes. is right up there, uh, top of the list. Um, where we, and I think you and I both agree that if we, this could have been one of the best things that could have ever happened to put our awareness on where it needs to be in mobilizing our own internal forces to not be susceptible to this virus. And I think that's a, a large portion of your book, and I don't want to take words out of your mouth. No, that's a, that's a pretty decent summary. Yeah, you're right. That this this viral uh, attack uh, could have been a wake up call to help us understand how to improve our metabolic flexibility, the which you and I both agree on. I read, just read your recent book, Energy Paradox. In fact, interviewed before, so I'm quite familiar with your recent work. And the the challenge then, or the the proper response. In, in an educated public health and physician population would have been to exactly what you say, to improve our metabolic flexibility through a variety of strategies we'll talk about in a bit. But instead, that was not the path that was chosen, but the path that was chosen was to have convince us that the only, the only solution is a vaccine and you will not be free from this mask and shut down and the, the businesses and the school systems and sporting events until everyone is vaccinated. And you know what? It didn't change. It didn't change. So you still have to wear the mask, you, even though you have a negative test and you've had been vaccinated, they're not changing. They promise something. They always are changing the goalpost, uh, and this this is it's brilliant strategy. You know, if you if you really carefully analyze what they've done, I mean, it's just unbelievable. They they want you to believe they're helping you, but that's the that is really ostensibly that's their 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 uh, their, their statements, but nothing could be further from the truth. You know, I uh, I, I wrote an editorial last last March. Uh, suggesting that, uh, very much like what you and I talked about, that we should have gone to the status of World War II war. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did rationing in World War II that, interestingly enough, had huge benefits to all countries that instituted food rationing. Our diabetes plummeted, the diabetes rates in Norway mm -hmm. and Denmark and London and England plummeted, our heart disease plummeted, deaths plummeted uh, when we rationed flour and sugar. And I suggested that this would be the perfect time we could reprint all the ration coupon books and let's get our population rapidly into shape. We did it for a war effort and if this wasn't a war effort, I mean, what else mattered? Uh, why didn't we do something like that? Because there was a, a different intention, the different desire, a different outcome. Uh, I mean, if if it was, if there wasn't this conflict of interest that permeated in this uh, the entire system, that would have been the logical and rational solution, and we would have not only improved our our resilience to infections, but our overall health, because it's the same common denominator. And uh, you know, the one that we focused on our our, our interview uh, for your book, Energy Paradox, was time restricted eating. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. Just 
constricting your eating window to six to eight hours. And that's not something you jump into if you're eating 16 hours a day. you got to gradually go down let your body adjust because it needs time to shift over these metabolic systems. And if you do it all at once, you will crash and burn and you will say many words you wish you hadn't said and never go back to it again. We don't want you to do that. We want you to go slowly. I think, yeah, I think that's great advice and, and certainly what I do in my book. Now, you, you talk in your book that, you know, junk food and, you know, 70% of the food everybody eats is mm -hmm. junk food. That causes gut and immune system damage and that causes chronic disease. And again, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to realize that yeah. that causes you to be susceptible to you know, any virus, particularly the COVID-19 virus, which seems to exacerbate the, the cytokine storm of an overreactive immune system. Yes, absolutely. So junk food, I think it's actually higher. It's probably 90% of people. I think 66% of the food is ultra-processed food, right. which is a type of food that you find in the normal gas station. But I think 90% of it, or maybe 95% is, is processed. So the key is you don't want processed food. And the most pernicious, unbel uh, without any shadow of a doubt, um, even a micro doubt in my mind at least, is the vegetable oils. You just cannot have them. Obviously, you don't want to buy them pre-purchased in a bottle, but you want to read in, in assiduous detail the nutrition labels to avoid all those vegetable oils. And you've got to read the label. So pretty much if you're buying processed food, it's likely to contain vegetable oils. Uh, you know, canola, corn, safflowers. Sesame, they all need to be restricted. Now, uh, could you have a teaspoon or a tablespoon? Yeah, but most people are getting literally five, six, seven, 10, 20 times as much as they have. And I think that's the primary issue. The problem is with it, this is a fatty acid. It gets integrated into your cell membranes and your, in your in your adipocytes, your fat cells, and it's stored for years. I mean, if you go on a, a elimination of linoleic acid, the, the most common fatty acid in omega-6 fats and in vegetable oils, the most pernicious one, it's gonna take you five to seven years to get rid of it. So if you started today, so obviously, you're going to be metabolically challenged for a long time. You can do other things to improve your metabolic resilience, but uh, with respect to linoleic acid, you know you're you're going to be at increased risk. And there's some great things you can do to acutely, to uh, I guess adjust for the your increased risk for these infections or if you do come down with it because I have many friends and relatives who came down with this they weren't eating optimally and they had a variety of other risk factors uh, and they got sick so other than throwing away the processed foods and vegetable oils are any uh, any favorite particular foods that you would recommend our listeners start today to help um, you know prevent COVID-19 well that's a whole that's a whole that's a long discussion uh, which we partially agree on. I'm a big, bigger fan of saturated fat than you are, I believe. So, um, you know, I, healthy saturated fats is, is, is one of the things I think that most people benefit from. These could be things like raw cacao butter, regular yeah. butter, uh, even coconut oil, MCT oils, uh, tallow, beef, beef fat, uh, animal proteins, but not 
that are raised humanely, non-CAFO, confined animal feeding operations, organic, preferably even by, uh, you know, grass-fed. Yeah. So the, the composition of the fatty acids is more optimized for human health. But the, but with respect, th- those are long-term strategies, and there are other acute supplements that you could use. Improving yourself starts with shifting your patterns and building healthier habits. That means making time for yourself in every day, managing your stress and focusing on your sleep so you feel more energized and refreshed. Fitbit Sense is the advanced health watch that gives you tools to do just that. It's the world's first smartwatch with an EDA sensor that can actually indicate your body's response to stress. Fitbit Premium members get a detailed breakdown of their stress management score, which is really cool because it shows how your heart, activity, and sleep are affected by stress. And whenever you need to take a breather, you can do guided mindfulness sessions to help calm your body and mind. Right now, you get a six-month trial of premium when you buy Fitbit Sense. With Mother's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for mom, or in the spirit of self-care, buy it for yourself. Visit Fitbit.com and check it out. It's hard staying motivated to work out. That's why I have dogs. And that's why it's my number one prescription for my patients. Lately, I've been even more motivated to head out the door for a jog with my dogs. That's because I'm loving my 10,000 shorts. They're super comfortable, extremely stylish. You know how I love my fashion. And best of all, they're breathable and lightweight. Perfect for the warmer weather we're getting now. And 10,000 even uses high-quality silver ion for natural odor protection. Simply put, these are the highest quality, best-fitting, and most comfortable training shorts I have ever worn. They've got a whole line of clothes to choose from, perfect for finding your exercise motivation. Plus, 10,000 offers free shipping and returns and a lifetime guarantee. And right now, 10,000 is offering 15% off your purchase. Just go to 10,000.cc and enter code GUNDRY to receive 15% off your purchase. That's 10,000.cc and enter offer code GUNDRY. There is a ubiquitous entity that is making us sick. We're experiencing this harmful substance even more today than ever before. I'm talking about blue light from our computers, cell phones, and electronic devices. Blue light damages our eyes. It can lead to digital eye strain, blurred vision, headaches, and dry, watery eyes. For some, this could even cause heightened anxiety, depression, and low energy. And this is why you need blue blocks. In all my Paradox books, I recommend limiting screen time three hours before bed and wearing expertly calibrated blue light blocking glasses like blue blocks. Get them in prescription, non-prescription, and readers. Over 40 dynamic styles to try. I'm wearing the Galaxy style right now, and my wife says I look pretty darn good in them. Find your style and get your energy back, sleep better, and block out the unhealthy effects of blue light with blue blocks. Get free shipping worldwide and 15% off by going to blueblocks.com slash gundry or enter the code at checkout. That's blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com slash gundry for 15% off or just use the code gundry. G-U-N-D-R-Y. And, you know, there's another interesting fact that hasn't, that many people aren't 
typically aware of, and that is the um, issue that the long hauler syndrome or yeah. residual symptoms that, that persist after the infection is gone. And I interviewed Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who's a, a brave, courageous family physician in New York who's uh, done a lot to popularize his treatments and under great personal uh, attack. And he and other clinicians confirmed the fact that if you treat the virus in the first five days prior to its having the ability to replicate wildly and, and just infect your body in massive numbers, the, the incidence of long-haul system sin syndrome it just essentially disappears. You don't get it. If you if you apply these interventions quickly, like, yeah, this I, I'm not suggesting this virus is imaginary as some some people are in our space uh, that, that this this syndrome exists that people oh, yeah. do die from this. But yeah. you know, most of these deaths were mischaracterized. I mean, it's really really clear there was no increase in absolute deaths between 2019 and 2020. It wasn't like we had another 500,000 people die additionally from COVID. No, we had people who happened to have a positive COVID test in, that was incorrectly done because of the PCR test, the cycle threshold was amplified much higher than it should have been, misdiagnosed, false positive, and they had a, and they had a motorcycle accident that killed them and they were a COVID death. I mean, give me a break. I mean, how, that is such an extreme perversion of the truth. And, and then the, the counterpart of that the is the, the, the exact opposite, the exact opposite. You get the COVID vaccine, you die tomorrow. Coincidence, coincidence. And there's 9,000 people that have died after the COVID vaccine. And that's according to VAERS, which reports 1% of the complications. Now, uh, you mentioned something in the book, and I, I think it's a very good point. And that is, yes, a lot of these deaths list COVID as the cause of death, but mm -hmm. they list two, three, four, five, six comorbidities on the death certificate. And I, yeah, and I agree with you that the takeaway, I think for all of us is, look folks, look at all the comorbidities. And you know, if you're carrying comorbidities, these pre-existing conditions, guess what? You're, you know, you're a setup for this. I think we both agree on that. Well, you're, you're a setup for getting sick. Sick, and exactly. Did you die? Yeah, most of the, almost, the vast majority of people die for this are between 70 and 80. I mean, our average age of death is in the low 80s, right? So the, most of the people who die were close to the time they were going to expire anyway. If you have these comorbidities, you're just accelerating the process, whether it's COVID or the flu or some other disease. You know, you're you're. It's not hitting uh, young children. It just doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, did some young children die? Yes, they have other risk factors that have contributed to that. But that was a very rare experience. Uh, you know, they, they essentially did not suffer from this. So. Uh, and what do you think yeah. about the connection of what appears to me a very strong connection between obesity and risk of contracting COVID and the risk of death from COVID? Oh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we refer to. Obesity is invariably is, is largely a result of insulin resistance. Right. Uh, and there's a variety of contract factors that contribute. I believe excess linoleic acid is a primary one. Too much vegetable oils, too much processed foods. Uh, lack of exercise, of course, time-restricted eating plays a factor. And there's probably a dozen other variables. But once you address those, the obesity disappears. So you don't need a low-calorie diet. Uh, I mean, will people lose weight? Probably for a while at least, but that doesn't address the foundational cause. You got to address the cause if you're going to address if you're going to get victory here. Uh, and it could be something as simple as looking at blue light before you go to sleep every night and going to and eating right before you go to sleep. 
or sleeping for five hours, which yeah. is another radical increase of insulin. Anyway, Cartwright out of the University of Chicago published this decades ago, showed very clearly that people who sleep less than six hours have radically increased insulin resistance and a risk for obesity. So there's a lot of factors that contribute to it. So if there's, okay, if there's one thing our listeners can take away from our discussion today, what would you want that to be? Or two things. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the key issue is that you can take control of your health. You don't have to rely on this. Understand that there are narratives, there are motivations to um, essentially brainwash our population to the, to it with fear, which is one of the most powerful motivating factors known to the, to mankind. Fear, you can almost if you get people afraid, you can almost do anything with them, and that's what they've done. They've done it very effectively, very carefully. They knew exactly the precise buttons to push. So know that you are being manipulated and find good sources of truth that you can understand. Don't just look at one side. Don't just look at my side or Dr. Gundry's. Go around there and look and understand that if anything that contradicts the mainstream narrative is going to be removed. You're just going to be censored. It's going to be deplatformed. So you have to look at alternative uh, strategies. Fortunately, there are a variety of other uh, video platforms that, that allow this information to be out there. So it's there. You just have to look. It's going to be a little harder. And understand that Google is a big part of this. the reason why we're having this. And their search engine results are absolutely manipulated. They've censored me and hundreds of other natural health sites. So that we're not in the search engine. You cannot find our materials there. Is it is it still on the internet? Yes, but it's not in the search engines. Uh, so you have to use other strategies. And if you go to my site at Mercola.com, we've got a daily newsletter that keeps you up to date on this and there's no charge for it. Uh, or just go to our site and look at look on our search engine and find out what, what some of these topics because we've been we've been one of the first on board. I mean, I had started my site before Google started their site in 1997. Google didn't exist at that time, so I was an early adopter. And you know, the mission I had was to educate people about these issues. Uh, COVID just happens to be the latest challenge. We've had many in the past, and we will continue to have more because this is not the, the end of the line. It is not the end of the line. There's going to be more. So that's why you want to understand these interventions to improve your metabolic resistance to not only an infectious assault like COVID, but whatever else comes down the road and any other chronic degenerative disease that you want to avoid. Why do you want to live in pain and suffer needlessly and rely on pharmaceutical band-aid solutions that don't even attempt to address the fundamental cause of the disease? Well, you're certainly uh, preaching to the choir on uh, on on my channel. And again, you were really one of the, the beginning thought leaders in this whole area. And I remember in the late 90s um, subscribing to your daily newsletter. And I appreciate, you know, all you've done for the, the, the natural movement. Yeah, well, thank you. And it was a, it was a joy and continues to be a joy. But we, that was those were the good old days when there was no censorship, when it was a free Internet, when it was the wild, wild west. And they have changed that in the last few years. Believe me, it is it is a totally different ballgame. If you can't see that, then you are simply blind. I mean, the, you have got to open up your eyes, and understand what's going on around you. To, the, there's a there's a different new reality that, that, that and the sooner you appreciate this, the, the sooner you'll be able to escape this impending crushing process of this loss of our personal freedoms and tyranny uh that tyrannical interventions you know it's so dystopian this week's question comes from ian smith who says he now understand what what's what leads to a weak immune system but wants to know what can cause an overactive immune system what can be done is diet helpful yeah that's an excellent question uh and with because it's somewhat paradoxical and you're uh 
an expert at the paradox with your yeah, paradox exactly. So, because uh, it is a paradox. Uh, so, and, and you might be better qualified to answer that than me, but I, you know, I, I would agree that th- this many vegetables and the lectins and such can uh, cause th- what, these types of reactions, but, but a variety of other things. Pretty much all the strategies that we must, uh, addressed earlier that lead to uh, metabolic inflexibility uh, and insulin resistance, if you address those, you're gonna improve the whole system. So it's not just one magic bullet. You know, we get into this problem so frequently because we're so used to the pharmaceutical paradigm. Go to the doctor, and that's what we're taught in med school. It's a drug paradigm, it's been that way since 1910 because of the Flexner Report, which was initiated by the Rockefeller and, and Carnegie. So we've been, essentially the medical education has been censored for 110 years. So we're not taught about this, they're just tra- taught a drug solution. So you come up with the symptoms, you give a drug, so that's permeated the culture. Now they just want a simple pill. And it's not a simple pill, it's a far more complex, comprehensive, holistic intervention to address the fundamental foundational cause. So uh, there's a, there's no, and there's, and I'm sure your experience is much wider than mine since I'm not, I've not seen patients now for 10 to 15 years. But you know, if you, it, what your, even your intervention, you told me, it works for 80, maybe 90%, of the people and you've got this other 10%. You don't know what's causing it. So you've got to get you know, special strategies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, uh, I have third year family practice residents rotating through my clinic. And the shocking thing is, so they're about to go into practice and not one of them has ever heard of measuring a fasting insulin level. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> ever. Uh, and, you should get, recommend that book by Joseph Kraft. That is a seminal book. And he passed away recently. He's a pathologist. But he, he is the expert on uh, actually prov- providing very detailed uh, regimens to make a really accurate assessment of insulin resistance and tables and graphs and everything is great. But that, yeah. I would assign that book to him, Joseph Kraft. It's, it's, I forget the specific title, but it's easy to find on, on Amazon. All right. I got to let you go. Uh, it's probably obvious. Where can people find you? Uh, yes, my last name, Mercola, <laughs> M-E-R-C-O-L-A.com. And the book is in Amazon. It's all the stores. Uh, you know, it's not censored yet. Who knows? Amazon might take it off the market. I don't know. I doubt it. But, you know, this, you know. <laughs> well, you're, uh, well, you're. Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, you're, you're a lightning rod. And, you know, keep up the good work because we need some lightning bolts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Because uh, this suppression and this tyrannical intervention is real. And it really is my new mission now. I mean, I'm venturing out and I'm. There is hope, folks. I'm not doom and gloom. Uh, the, the, the hope is, is a development of a decentralized internet, which is a very similar to the blockchain and, and Bitcoin. And actually that's a really good strategy too, is Bitcoin, you know, as, as, as a valid cryptocurrency, a way to have the government confiscating your funds uh, and having owning them yourself, becoming your own bank. But, but the applications that can be built on this, the whole internet, which is will essentially make it uncensored and provide us with uh, a whole different world. It's web 3.0 that's coming. It's gonna take a few years and I'm working with some of the top technical people in the world on, on, on developing this, these, these long-term solutions. So it's, it's coming folks, just be patient. All right, all right, thanks very much. Appreciate right. it. Good luck with the book. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. All right. It's time for the review of the week. 
Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts. Ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. This week's review comes from... Lizard84, who says, Dr. Gundry is my hero. 15 months ago, I had serious gut issues. I did some research and came across Gundry on YouTube, bought his book, The Plant Paradox, and have had no stomach problems since then. I also lost loads of weight as well. I haven't felt this good for at least 20 years. No more cravings for sweets, which still shocks me. I now crave veggies, nuts, and fish. It's a miracle. Well, thank you very much, Lizard84. That's why every week, every day, I'm working with patients just like you, learning from them. And in my research, and thanks to all my patients, I'm gonna be here every week for you, bringing new advice, and cuz, I'm Dr. Gundry, and I'm always looking out for you. Thanks. Disclaimer. On the Dr. Gundry podcast, we provide a venue for discussion and the views expressed by my guests do not necessarily reflect my own. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Dr. Gundry podcast. Before you go, I just wanted to remind you that you can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to watch each episode of the Dr. Gundry podcast, you can always find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dr. Gundry, because I'm Dr. Gundry, and I'm always looking out for you. Mm-hmm.